Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. I don't know about you, savvy souls, but there is something in the air. There's part of me that kind of wants to start singing that song, but I think both my kids would tell you that's not a great idea, so I'm not going to inflict you. But everyone around me does seem to be blowing up their businesses, leaving their jobs, redefining their priorities, shaking up their finances, all of the things. And it's like this tree I've got. I've got this tree in my dining room and it's a really pretty tree. It kind of fills up the bay window area, but it's also very sensitive and Sometimes it just seems to go through this process where it drops almost all its leaves. It probably drops, I say almost all, it's probably 50, 60, 70% of its leaves. They all just start falling to the ground, turning brown. And I've found that the best thing to do is I go in, I help remove any of the dead leaves that haven't fallen off or anything that's getting fairly brown. And I cut any bare branches that are around. And then new growth happens and the tree just blossoms and grows. And each time this happens, it ends up being a little bit bigger than before. And it kind of feels to me like that's what we're all doing. We're noticing that some of our leaves are kind of shriveling up. They're turning brown and maybe some of our branches have died and when we're willing to let go of the stuff that doesn't serve us, those brown leaves, the branches that are bare, to shake off anything that's still hanging on, we create room for our own new growth. So many of us are making a fresh start, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. So let's talk about why this is happening and what it can mean for you. And so first of all, I wanna say, this isn't a trend I've ever seen before. Why? Because we have brains that are wired to resist change. Pretty much even the smallest changes, notice when you try to change something small, the way your brain is gonna create all these objections and tell you that you should keep doing things the way you always have. And when we're talking about major changes, the kind of changes that lead to a fresh start, those are something our brains fight hard against. For many of us, we only make major changes when we're kind of forced to. We don't have a choice. A lot of us don't voluntarily do this, but right now this is different. It's like we can suddenly all see the downside of not changing. Before, our brains were focused on all the risks of making a change. We thought it was too risky to change. Now, it feels like we're all concluding it's too risky not to change. 
That's because we're noticing the ways our employer's values don't align with our own, or we're seeing a disconnect between our company's vision statement and the way things actually are. Or maybe we don't feel a connection to colleagues that we're working with 50 hours a week. These aren't the people we want to surround ourselves with. Or when people ask us how our own business are going, we say, oh, that's fine. But that's it. It's just fine. Or in some cases, even our circle of friends or some of our friends no longer feel like the people we want to spend our time with. They're not the people who really encourage us to be our best. Or we notice that something that started out as a passion project before no longer lights us up. The downside to keeping these things is that we feel kind of, well, blah. When we're asked how we're doing, we say, oh, fine. We don't feel invigorated. We get tired easily, don't have a lot of energy. We dread going into the office for no reason. Even though we should love it, we just dread it. Or we dread going out with our friends or we don't look forward to it. Or we don't like going into the studio. I think it's probably because COVID gave us a lot of time for self-reflection that most of us didn't have before. And many of us started to notice how things really are for us. And that reflection showed us how we're approaching life like we're just treading water in the same old pool. We're not diving into an open water swim and just going for it. And now that's exactly what a lot of us want to do. We want to make a fresh start. Despite how scary that sounds, it still sounds a heck of a lot better than staying where we are. So here are some things to think about if you're considering making a fresh start in any area of your life. So first, get clear why you want to leave or change that thing. Really examine what's not working for you really specifically. Let it be a process of discovery. It's often useful to ask yourself why several times, like, why is it not working for me? And then when you answer that, well, and why is that true? And when you answer that, uh, keep asking yourself why, and you'll be able to dig in deep into your reasons. What do you want to be different? And why does this matter to you? You really want to figure out why you want to leave so that this is top of mind when you're looking to create your fresh start. You don't want to be repeating the same way of thinking and feeling and acting that's created what you already have. Otherwise, you'll just end up recreating the same situation. So really good to keep track of your why and let that guide you forward. Secondly, you also want to notice what's good about what you're leaving. I think in this kind of, I guess I could call it divorce culture. So many of our divorces, our relationship ends are, you know, dramatic. And uh, it ends up being these people that we always love, loved, 
we're suddenly seeing all the bad things. It's like we have to make a case against them. Don't use that divorce mindset when you're leaving something, when you're creating a fresh start. It's not useful. You don't need to make what you had before, what you've been doing until now, bad in order to justify a change. Ask yourself instead, what did I learn? Every experience you have, assume it's part of your life trajectory. It was meant to happen. What did you learn from it? What wisdom have you gained? It just doesn't serve you to decide you've made a mistake before and it was all bad. It serves you to look at it and say, what was good about this? What did I learn? Thirdly, I want you to be ready for your brain to tell you you've made a huge mistake that what you're trying to do now that's new is a big mistake. Basically, our brains can be real assholes. They can be assholes because they're afraid. They want us to survive. And they don't want us to make big changes because that's leading us into a big unknown. This is a terrible idea, our brains will tell us. But also know, even though your brain might act not so nice and tell you all kinds of terrible things and try to get you to feel afraid, know it's okay for your brain to be doing that. It's just doing what it's supposed to do. As a human, there's a part of your brain that's really focused on keeping you alive. And it's its job to try to keep you from making changes. So first of all, I don't want you to think there's something wrong with your brain. I want you to have some compassion for your brain when it's not being so nice. And then comfort it like a small, small child. Provide it reassurance. You tell it it's okay. We're going to be fine. And definitely don't believe it. Let the thoughts it comes up, comes up with that tell you, oh, you know, this is going to be a big mistake. Just let it tell you that stuff, but don't believe it. Don't believe that what it's saying is true. Just say, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, it's telling me this. Of course, it was always going to tell me this. And that's okay. I don't believe it. And then what's really, really useful is give your brain something to do. Say, talk to your brain like it's a, another person. Say, hey, I know you don't like this, but today, can you help me out? I'd like you to figure out and then give it something to figure out, like how we could make this fun. Or, hmm, what are two people who could help us? Or think about three things I already know that could help us move this forward. Just basically give it something to do so it's not focused on being afraid. Hey, fourthly, give yourself space and time to feel negative emotions. Change is going to trigger your nervous system and lots of things are going to come up. Lots of negative feelings are going to happen. So depending on what you're like, you're going to experience fear or shame or anxiety or regret or impatience or disappointment or doubt or discouragement. So what what I want you to do when you're feeling that way is just say to yourself, it's okay. Talk to the emotion. It's okay that you're there. Hey, honey, what are you afraid of? 
and just like listen to that voice, listen to the voice of doubt, listen to the voice of shame, listen to the voice of discouragement and just listen to it. Just be there as a good listener and just let it talk. Just listen, tell it that you're there for it, that it's okay. And let the feelings pass through you. Finally, don't rush to the new thing. We often give ourselves really quick deadlines and then we hurry towards the new thing. This is not what you want to do. You want to check in with yourself. Are you staying in alignment with your why? You want to let that why keep guiding you. When you get rushing, sometimes you'll totally forget about your why and you'll start using reasons that you've used before and completely lose your why, not create something amazing and good. So don't rush. Notice that when you pressure yourself, you're likely to fall into old patterns and repeat behaviors. Just let it take as long as you need it, need to take. Give yourself lots of time and space to be creative, to allow answers to flow through your brain. It's time and space that allows you to be creative. Creativity doesn't come in a rush. It comes when there's time and space. And also, not rushing will help you take the time to check in with your body. When you're making each decision, check in with your body and say, hey, when I feel in my chest, does it feel like constricted? Does it feel like as Martha Beck's example was, I've talked about this before, does it feel like shackles on? I'm going to prison? Or does it feel like shackles off? I'm afraid, but there's a part of me that feels really free about that. This is a yes. It's your body saying yes. So take time to check in with your body. So if you're making a fresh start to recap my suggestions today, get clear about your why you want to leave. Notice what's good about what you're leaving and use the wisdom from that as you move forward. Don't believe your brain when it tells you you're making a mistake and give it something constructive to do so it's not so busy telling you that you're making a mistake. Feel all your emotions, especially the negative ones. Let them pass through you after, after you've listened to them. And definitely don't rush. So Savvy Souls, I want to let you know that the things I share with you on this podcast are often things I'm practicing myself as, as well as sharing with my clients. I've noticed how often when I'm doing these podcasts, I kind of let it rip, almost like we're in a coaching session. And I've noticed how often what happens is when it's published a week or two after I've recorded it. I listen to it. It's like I've never heard these things before. And sometimes when I listen to my own podcasts, I go, oh, that's a really good idea. That's really helpful. So, and that's because I'm often talking about things that matter to me, things that I've just solved, things I've just helped a client with, things I'm processing. So I've applied, I've been applying all the strategies I've shared with you today as I've committed to some big shifts in my own business, perhaps not really big shifts externally, but big shifts in my mind. 
And one of my big shifts has been to focus more of my summer on just loving my property here and creating live experiences here. I live on eight and a half acres in this kind of resort area, about two and a half hours east of Toronto. And I'd moved here at the beginning of COVID. And I'd spent my time building my online business. And I realized I'd really cut out a lot of my time for spending outside. And that wasn't sitting with my priorities. It wasn't sitting well with the reason I moved here and what I wanted to create here. So I realized I really wanted to spend just more time outside, just walking my fields, letting nature awe me, opening up time and space as I walk outside for creativity, noticing the beautiful uh, design that nature shows me as I take the time to really be together with it. Not rushing, not believing my brain when it kept telling me I need to revert to the schedule that's been working my business before, but not helping me feel free. Allowing my emotions, noticing what I love about the business I've already created, and also getting clear on the reasons I want to change some things up. Exactly the process I've been recommending for you. For me, the outcome has been a new program I've created for my clients. It feels both exciting and really solid to me. I think when I first developed my program this spring, but I hadn't given myself the luxury of time to noodle on it, it felt really, really exciting, but it didn't feel really solid. And it didn't feel aligned with how I wanted to spend the summer. So I've, now I've had time to think deeply about my clients and what they really need and how to solve for that. And I've really noticed what I really need and the ways I've held back before and not offered everything I know, but I'm willing to now. I've really had a chance to think about my why and why I want to offer this program in this way now. And I wanted to make sure that what I was creating really lit me up and I'd be all in for my clients, not just all in with, oh, this is a really good program and I know it works, but really highly energetically all in knowing that this is the best thing I'm possible of creating right now. I wanted to notice the things I love about what I've already been doing with my clients, include those things in my new program. I wanted time and space to just be and to allow the creativity to pour in. So Savvy Souls, I've done all of that. And the result of it is the Magic Room experience, which is beginning in October. And I couldn't be more excited about what this program will offer those of you who join me. It's going to be an experience that will get you unstuck, cut through all the mind chatter all the noise in your brain that's held you back from living your dreams. And it will help you live life expansively and freely, kind of like I've taught myself to do over the summer by allowing myself to spend time in nature, which just fills my soul. 
this program is going to help you make decisions that are for you to live in a way that feels meaningful to you, that feeds your soul. So in the program, in this experience, we're going to be doing some brain work and we're going to be doing some magic work and we're going to be doing it in a community where you'll have lots of loving support, people who are on your side, who see the best in you and what you want. It's kind of like what I what you might imagine as a fantasy date. Imagine the best person that you could possibly go on a date with. And, you know, if you're married or whatever, just pretend that you're single or think back to a time you're single and imagining who you might go out with. And imagine, you know, that date being somebody who's on your side, who only sees the best in you and wants what you want. That's what this community is going to feel like. So I want you to know I'm starting to take applications now and the process isn't complicated. It's very simple and it's a process of discovery for each of us. So you send me a DM on social media, on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever you follow me, or just send me an email to heather at gracedcanvas.com, G-R-A-C-E-D as in dog, C-A-N-V-A-S.com. Just say, I'd like to know more about the Magic Room experience. And then I will send you some information about it, more details about it. And I'll also send you a Q&A to fill out for you to kind of explore your thought processes and share them with me, like what's motivating you to take it and what you want from it. And then we'll hop on the phone for 20 minutes together and decide if the Magic Room experience is a good fit for you or it's not a good fit for you. And if you decide yes, you can make your first payment and I'll hold your spot for you. So super duper easy because that's one thing I've learned to do is create things that are easy. So love you guys and see you next time. Have an awesome week. Bye now. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.